This grows and adds more. The more time you have, the better. Take a lot of water. We have a responsibility to take care of our bodies. For indeed, our body is our license to be here on earth and the purpose to be a blessing to someone today. One that cannot repay back. Just go out there, step out there and just be a blessing to someone. It's so encouraging today to see um, the team that has traveled for the barrios in Kangundo. Uh, the advanced team, they went yesterday night. A powerful service there yesterday night. And uh, it was great to see them connected here uh, this morning from the, um, you know, our sister's place where the barrios are taking place. It's great to see the team here connected. And uh, you know what? It's good just to be a blessing to someone, um, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, may the Lord just be with you uh, as you support them. Uh, key verses for the week, Matthew 6, 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. That has been a key scripture for us here. And we know that as we seek him, as we seek not just his kingdom, but also his righteousness, we are trusting that God will all these other things will be added to us. And that's why we spend so much time drafting our desires, aligning them with God's purpose, so that he knows his desires can be manifested. Our desires can be manifested physically in our lives. And 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 10, is a prayer for all of us here this morning that we make for each one of us. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. May this month, may you receive supply, supply of seed. May you experience increase in your store. May the Lord enlarge the harvest of your righteousness, even as you faithfully connect here every morning and lean in there and call upon his name. May he supply his seed to you. May you increase your store of seed for you. May he enlarge the harvest of your righteousness, uh, even as we continue believing him every single morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Remind of ourselves of our big seven things that are very, very important. We keep posting this slide here. It keeps us focused on the things that are really important because sometimes the world can help, can make us focus on the wrong things. Uh, it can help us focus on the wrong things or over focus on one thing. You can be so focused on one thing and you ignore all the others. And that's fatal. Um, success in life comes through balance balance of everything you have to balance and make sure that you are not an extremist that you are balanced in your life and being balanced is keeping the core things at the center of your life when you know the things that really matter at the end of the day it's your family that is critical for you it's the relationship that god has given to you it is your faith when you say faith you mean your relationship with god and what we do you know this ministry our church our fellowships that we belong to, they are critical. Then fitness refers to your health. You said your health is your is your, your body is the license to be on earth. And when you ignore that, that can be fatal. You can depart 
this earth earlier than God wanted you to, because you did not take care of the tent that God has given you uh, your spirit to live in. And then, you know, of course, your farm refers to a work that we do um, in on a daily basis. For, you know, six is finances. They are critical for us. And set number seven is what we do for other people, the things that we go out there and do for other do for other people. And if we don't balance, life is about balancing these seven. There may be others, I'm not saying this is the only thing in life, but these are these are some of the core things that you must keep at the center of your life and make sure on a daily basis you're asking, hey, how am I doing on the area of family? You know, when did I last call my, my father? When did I last call my mom? You know, what's the relationship you have with your brothers, your sisters, your children, your spouses? They must be central in your life. Then don't also ignore your relationships. God uses relationships. There are friends that God has given unto you during the last, uh, you know, the last uh, challenge we talked about. Um, you know, your Paul bearers. These are people that God has brought in your life. How are you doing? How are you enriching that relationship? Your faith is very important. There are people that ignore God and pursue business. They pursue wealth, and and you find that you are just, you know, dating God. You are just in the outskirts. Again, when you ignore that, that would be fatal. Then fitness is our health. When we ignore our health, we can be so much focused on family. You can be so focused on your relationships, so focused on on our faith, and then you ignore our health, and that's also fatal. Because if you are not healthy, the best gift you can give us. You can give the world, the best gift you can give your family, the best gift you can give the church, the best gift you can give your relationships is a healthy you. That's the best gift you can give to all, to everybody around you. And that comes to all of us here. And so, again, if you ignore that, you can be doing so well in everything else and you ignore your health. It will be fatal. It will cut. You can cut short. And the, 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 the money that God had for you may be shortened. Um, because we just we are ignorant of your health. So very important. And then, of course, we are, uh, uh, the work that we do. Again, you can be so focused on everything else, and then you ignore your work, and then you, you cannot work, you cannot support, you cannot uh, be able to take care of yourself, your families, and that's also uh, not, not a good thing. Or you can be so you can be so focused on the on on the work and you ignore everything else. This is dangerous. And we've seen people that have spent all their time working, working, working until the sunset of the years, and they have nobody around them. They've not built their faith. Um, they have not built their faith. They have got very weak relationships. They ignore their family members, and you know they end up living the last part of their lives completely miserable because you spend all your time in the office and you do not bother to build relationships. You spend all your time in the office you know, when there are things, you know, like now we have people who have left their jobs, they have left their work, their families, they have traveled all the way to Kanguno to just, you know, help people. And you have no time for such things until the day it happens to you and you realize there's nobody. And you wonder why, why, why are people not showing up here? It's because you don't have time to invest in relationships. So again, very, very important thing. And then, of course, finances, very key. Without finances, nothing can work. Both your family. And everything else. So again, but as you, you can also be so focused on pursuing finances that you ignore everything else, and that's so fatal. Um, and so it's important to to do that. And then, of course, philanthropy is what we do for others. Uh, where where we, we get out of ourselves, out of our comfort zones, we support other people. And thank you again to the, the many people that have contributed to support our sister. It's been encouraging. We've seen um, a lot of uh, support that has come through. Thank you for that. And, and sometimes we just need to step out and. 
and just be a blessing to somebody else. And especially the Bible challenges us to cry with those who are crying, to rejoice with those who are rejoicing. It's very biblical. When one of us has a challenge, has something to just rally together as a, as a, as a family, it is that's actually the demonstration of our faith. Uh, the demonstration of our faith is not showing up here every single morning. It's when we start being act, when we start act, act, be taking action. Where oh, you, you feel it, you can feel the, the shoes of somebody and say, hey, well, I want to just be part of their life. So again, being focused on other people really, really ensures that we are. We are, we are, you know, we, we keep everything at the center. So I think it's important. I thought I should just amplify that because I keep posting this slide here every single morning. But it's a way of just reminding us on what is key, what's important. There are many other things, but these seven are so important. If you ignore one of them, uh, you, 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 you will not be able to experience, um, you know, the, 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 you'll not be able to fulfill your purpose here on earth in Jesus' name. Anyway, so with that, and just want to declare that today is our day of Sabbath, so we don't have any new teaching. Um, you know, we just do our, our disciplines. You, we've done our, our prayer. Uh, it's a time for you just to relook really at your, um, you know, your dream life manifesto in the booklet, the pledges, the mantras. Uh, it's time to just relook really at your miracle list, the things that you listed down there. You know, reread them, rework them, rewrite them. Uh, we you know, practice the quantum breath process. Very important. Uh, the discipline of taking a walk every morning, um, you know, just have a discipline of doing it at a particular time and just stick to it. Um, you know, take water and meditate on God's word. And it's important just to list the insights and discoveries you have experienced uh, so far. And today, we're going to do that. We're going to just open it up to uh, all of us, you know, um, just to share what you have picked up, the insights, what you've experienced this week in the first six days of this challenge. We're going to open it up because there are several ways in which we learn. One of the key, one of the ways we learn is through um, what we call uh, through our, our, our fathers, right? So uh, we, whether it's the fathers of the faith, whether it's our own biological fathers, basically people who have gone ahead of us. They have a lot to teach us, and 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 and, and that's why it's important to spend time with them. Um, you may think the older people have got nothing to offer, but people that have lived, they have done it. They have a lot of, even everybody, you see people, you hear them say, oh, we've been in ministry for, you know, 30 years, 35 years. There's a lot of things you go through, you experience that you have, you can be able to help somebody. So we learn a lot from those who have gone ahead of us. That's how when we get born again, we get mentors who help us, who guide us. And we talked about that in the previous challenge, just having mentors in your life. Um, and, and they teach us. But you, of course, when you have a, a teachable spirit. So those who have gone ahead of us, our spiritual fathers, sometimes you can see them, you can feel like, I'm better than them, you know, I'm more anointed than them. But no, no, no. Those who have gone ahead of us, they have a lot to teach us. And that's in every way, whether it's the mothers, our sisters, our fathers, our daddies in this meeting, they have a lot to teach the young people. Um, if you are willing to, to take. So that's one way in which we learn. But another way in which we learn is through each one of us, our relationship, our, ourselves, just us. You know, there's nobody who knows it all. Just the fact that I come here every morning and I'm leading these sessions, um, it means that I know it all. Even the pastors who are here, the reverends who are here, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't know it all. Um, just because we have a title, we have a leadership mantle, does not mean that we know it all. No, no, no. That's not actually the case. Each one of us here, has got something to contribute. And so when you get a chance to share with us what you have picked, you know, we are listening keenly and intently because you've got something to offer. Nobody is 
and know it all. We all learn from one another. And that's why we open it up, like I tell you, like today, just to hear what uh, God is, is, is saying. So uh, very important for, for us. And so before I open it up, just thought I should just remind us what we've learned. We started on day one, where we introduced the challenge. Uh, and we talked a lot about, um, you know, the understanding spiritual laws for the universe. We said that's very important. And one thing we highlighted there is that uh, there are laws, there are spiritual laws that are in operation, just like we have laws here on earth, the law of gravity. We have spiritual laws. And if you violate those spiritual laws, it does not matter who, who you are. You will not be able to experience God's grace in your life when you violate those spiritual laws. And this 29-day challenge is helping us to discover some of those spiritual laws because it does not matter how prayerful we are, how many times we attend church, how many, you know, all the activities that we do in the name of God. If we are violating the, the spiritual laws that, that govern, um, you know, that the spiritual laws will not be able to experience God's, um, God's grace in our lives. And then we are not, why is God not doing this for me? We are actually living in violation of the spiritual laws. And so this 39 days is highlighting some of those things. You know, we talked about a, a lot of them, and, you know, in, the, in day one, day two, day three. But that's why we are focusing on them, because if you violate them, it does not matter who are the unforgiving. Just like the law of gravity does not forgive anyone. It is exactly the same thing. They are up there, they are universal, they are unforgiving. You violate them, uh, you'll not be able to experience God in your own way. So, very important thing to open our hearts to learn these principles. You hear them giving them, coming them, bring them out every day as a teaching. But it's actually a spiritual principle, it's a spiritual law that we need to embrace and actually uh, perfect in our lives so that we can uh, we can enjoy God's grace in our lives. Uh, we talked about laws of the universe, uh, and one thing we highlighted is that sometimes we can feel like God is like he wants to punish us, but actually, it's on the contrary. Our God loves us so much. The whole universe, you know, God wants to bless you. He wants the best for you. He's rooting for you. He's not just waiting for you there to make a mistake and gong he knocks your head. That's not the God that we serve. The God that we serve is a loving God who wants the best for you and for me. And we need to wake up every morning knowing that and declaring that in our lives, that God is not punishing you. He's not, oh, yeah, because I didn't do this. No, so God is on my case. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. God loves us. He, he, you know, he, he loves each one of us and wants the very best for us. And what's important is to deal with ignorance because we say, you know, the men, the, we perish because of lack of knowledge or ignorance. And part of why we are doing this teaching is to make sure that we have got as much information as we can. Amen. So we talked about that, and then we dived in, into day one. We reminded ourselves that this is a 29-day challenge plus, and the plus is because we're also taking some time to fast. Um, especially, we have said from um, you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, we have got you know, teams fasting. So just take some time. Even You can even do more than that. It's, it's really um, uh, you know, on, your, on your hand. But the plus part is, you know, let's fast, skip some breakfast, skip some lunch, skip a day's meal. But as the Lord will enable you, do that. It's it's it's, it's important uh, for us. Then um, we, we talked about connecting to God. That was day one. We said that one of the most fundamentals of this course, we connect with God. And we said, you know, we, we remember we talked about, you can either be focused on the past, where you talk about the good days, the bad days, you keep looking backwards and what has happened in your life. And then, you know, it brings also emotions. Or some people are focused on the future. You are so obsessed with the future. 
you know, um, you know, one day I'll achieve that, and then you end up living in fear and frustration. Or you can even be focused on today, but you are so unhappy. You are you are you are so demanding. You feel I deserve this and I deserve that and I deserve that. And we saw the best place to be is to be in focus on today, be present but at peace. And we saw that comes when you just look at yourself, connect with God, and you know, just accept yourself. Say, you know, God, this is me, this is where I am. And you're not dressing anything up. You're not making yourself up. You're just being yourself. And whatever has happened in the past, you let go. You never focus on the future because Christ has taken care of that. And for today, you just come to peace with yourself and say, oh, this is me. And I'm not going to be embarrassed or worried about anything. Oh, this is just me. And I, I want to start here with God. And I, I'm, I'm okay with the way I am. And God can reconstruct me. He can make me. He can use me. He can... You know, he can he can do whatever he can. He's God. He can do whatever he wants to do. And when you come to that place of present peace, there's there's some that God releases in your life, and you begin communing with Him, and you start growing with Him. So that was on day one. We focus on that. It was very important. Day two, we spent time on the purification process, and we saw how important it is just for us to purify ourselves, to let go of our. Uh, our, you know, bitterness and, uh, um, you know, just letting go, releasing negative energy um, that hinders the miraculous. And we talked about how you should do that. Remember the issue around forgiveness letters is a very important principle for us. And throughout this challenge, continue doing that. Um, then we we switched on to power, the, the power of prayer and meditation. And we saw again how important it is for us to um, you know, to spend time in meditation. Meditation prepares us for prayer. In meditation, we are connecting with God. We're just being with God and, and pondering over him and pondering of his goodness and his mercies and what he has done for us. When you enter into prayer from a position of meditation, it is powerful. You can spend hours and hours uh, doing that. So we saw meditation is important because that's when we hear God. We begin to hear God. You know, you meditate. You're hearing what God in speaking to us. It's in meditation that we hear what he's speaking to us. So if we come and pray and we don't have time to listen to him, then it is a challenge for us. Then day four, we started our desires, um, our, our looking at our desires. And we started listing down the desires that we have, our gratitude list, and uh, we spent time really looking at the, the, the various desires, natural desires and natural desires. Uh, supernatural desires. And so this is one of the most important things because if you can drill through what you consider to be your desires and align them with God's purpose, then, you know, what the Bible says, he'll grant us the desires of our hearts. And we want to just make sure that the desires we have, they are real desires, not unnatural desires, and we don't even know where they're coming from. The, um, the five, we spoke one more time on gratitude. And we saw that gratitude is, um, you know, is, uh, you know, gratitude is a, is a, is a very, um, you know, a small word, but very powerful. If you live from a position of gratitude, you unlock a lot of miracles in your life. You deal with a lot of issues. And we saw most of the time this conflict is just because people are not gracious. They are not, they don't, they're not being grateful for what God has done for, for, for them. When you, when you are not grateful, you become a complainer. You start to become a critic. You never see anything good. You never, you criticize everything, everything. And so you can be, you can, you know, you criticize everybody. You criticize your husband, your wife, your children, your country, everything, even the ministry and criticize the leadership. You criticize everything we do. You just become a critic when you lack gratefulness. But when you are always from the position of gratitude, you know, a lot of things just begin to have a meaning. And it's something that God does about that or any spirit that does that. 
Um, then the sixth, we, which was yesterday, we went to decode our desires and we were drilling down through these various steps uh, of, you know, of how to, um, you know, how to really get the bottom of what you really need, peeling the onion, looking at it along the lines of security, safety, security, survival, love, acceptance. Um, we looked at how to remove egoic desires. You know, you just want a car because so you can go home and show people that you even knew you have made it. You know, those type of things that, you know, creep into us as human beings and without us knowing, just drilling down. And why do you want this thing, by the way? Why? Why is it? Is it all vengeance? Sometimes you want to go and revenge on people and it's coming out as a desire. You're telling God, you know, bless me, bless me so that I can show them, you know, that I'm faithful to you. You know, you 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 give, maybe you give to support the ministry or to the church and now you start feeling entitled, you know, God, I did this, I gave this, so you know, wow, you know what, you should do this, you know, you get those type of things, they're egoic desires. And, you know, there's nothing we can ever do that to earn what, to earn grace from God. We, the, 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 we, we, everything we do is because Christ died on the, on the, on the cross. His grace is what enables us to do. So we can never move God by anything we do, you know, whether it's by giving or doing or whatever sacrifice we can make. There's no better sacrifice than the one that Jesus Christ did on the cross. So anytime we do those things, and they're important, by the way, they're very critical. Every time we give, we, do we support the work of God? We, we sacrifice here and there. We look back and we say, yeah, it's just by the grace of God. You know, it's by grace of God. It's, it's not because of me or because of you or anything like that. It's just by the grace of God. Um, amen. So that's what we have covered so far. So I'm going to pack it there and I'm going to just open it up to 